Hey everyone, welcome back to Free in Zion. I am Zion, your South Side of the Kingdom cousin, and we are going to have a time today. Um, as you guys can see, I have on my South Side of the Kingdom shirt. This is my merch. Um, I don't have an official website yet because I just didn't think you guys would be eating it up the way y'all have been. But I'm like, do I restock? Let me know if you guys want some more merch. Um, we have some Hey Cousins, South Side of the Kingdom, Free and Zion, all that good stuff. Anyways, we're going to get into, straight into this episode. Um, as you guys can see, I'm looking a hot, sizzling mess, okay? But it's not about me. It's all about what God wanted to do in this episode. Um I clearly have a new mic and I am excited because baby, that last microphone was not given. It was given static after static. It was given loud and proud. It was just way too much. Um, so yeah, I got my little cozy blanket. I got some tea and we're going to just jump right in it. So my topic for today is the curse of unforgiveness. Because if you didn't, if you did not know, like, it is literally a curse to have unforgiveness dwelling in you in the pit of your belly. It literally makes you sick. Like, I have a whole testimony that we're going to get into um, in this episode. I have my little cozy blanket. So make sure you guys have something, um, you know, just comforting and cozy. Um, if you, you know, have your Bible, if you have your journal, whatever you need, um, to get you right and get you focused. So before we start, I just want to open up in prayer because, you know, we can't do anything without prayer and the word says pray without ceasing. So even in this, we are going to pray. So father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. I ask that you touch the souls of those that are watching and listening to this podcast, Lord God. Let this be an encounter, Lord. Oh God, I thank you. Let this be an encounter, Father God, with your people, with your saints, and even the people that are not considering themselves your people. Let this just be an encounter, Lord. I pray that you uproot every bit every bit from every pit of unforgiveness that may be that may be knowingly and unknowingly dwelling within your people lord god lord we ask that this episode exposes shines a light on every dark place lord god and, and it replace it with your healing lord god uproot Uproot in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, I thank you. I thank you that this is not just a podcast. This is an encounter. 
So Lord, let none of these words, Lord God, be from me. Let it use my mouth as your vessel, Lord God. I pray that I can say exactly what needs to be said in this moment for your people, Lord God, as they come with expectancy in their hearts for you to move on today, Lord. So I pray that everyone under the sound of my voice will never be the same in the best way after listening to this episode. So Lord, I thank you. In Jesus' name. All right, y'all. Y'all ready? So um, for the past few weeks, the Lord has been really, oh my gosh, wait, hold on. Dun-da-da-da. I forgot that I haven't spoken to you guys in so long. Your self side of the kingdom cousin got engaged. Woo! <laughs> I am engaged, guys. Yeah, big kingdom marriage, not the little one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm excited. And that's a whole testimony in itself. But we're going to get into that in another episode. If you guys want to hear my love story, I'll bring my fiance um, as a special guest if you guys want to hear that. But um, yeah, so I just have to say that real quick to you guys. Um, but yeah, so back to the episode, um, The Curse of Unforgiveness. So this, I'm not going to lie, y'all, this was eating at me because, um, yes, I know that forgiving is, um, you can't get to heaven, right, with unforgiveness on your heart. To, um, so the word says, you know, to forgive. Um, however, it is easier said than done. And we all know this to be true. Um the Lord put it on my heart to make this episode and it was very uncomfortable. Like the, just the idea of it was like bothering my spirit. And this was for a few weeks, not bothering my spirit, maybe bothering more so my flesh. Um, because this is another level of vulnerability that the Lord is making me, um, express. And like right now, I even just feel like, oh, baby, this is none of me because I promise you I wouldn't be doing it. I wouldn't be saying it. I wouldn't be doing it. Um, but yeah, so I'm just going to tell you guys a quick testimony and a quick story of what. Well, there's a few things. I would say in my life that planted the seeds of unforgiveness. Um, I believe I got into some of it in the first episode when I was talking about my father and just how, um, you know, I've, I've forgiven him now. Um, but just things that was done, things that was said, things that was spoken over me, uh, the abuse. Um, and he was, I mean, the, the, the thing is, I have to look at Ephesians 6, right? We fight, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. So the thing that was operating in him is what harmed me, not my actual dad. So that's what I have to look at things at. And so that's when sometimes we have to remove the flesh and look at what's in that person that's rising up against us. What they see, the anointing that they see in us um, shakes that spirit, shakes that demonic spirit to want to plant these seeds, essentially. 
Um, so glory be to God. Um, it was not easy, but I, I forgave and I actually had a conversation with him recently, um, about the whole situation and kind of just telling him the things that I was holding on to from when I was like nine and, oh my gosh. Okay. I'm trying to see if the Lord wants me to share certain things because <laughs> I'm like, dang, Lord, you want me to tell all my business? Um, but yeah, I was, I was, I was literally kidnapped. <laughs> I was kidnapped as a kid, guys. Um, and I say kidnapped because I was taken um, outside of my will, forced to stay in a place and was abused the entire time and didn't know if I would ever see my mom again, you know? So that was, that planted a crazy, oh God, wow, Lord, thank you, Jesus. That planted a crazy seed of fear, of fear one. I had a, I had a fear of being kidnapped my entire life after that, like as an adult even, like just being kidnapped. Um, so the enemy tries to get you as young as possible. So that's why he will implement rape. He will implement kidnap. He will Im implement abandonment, rejection um, to plant these seeds, which down the line turns into um, the reason I got into new age, new age. The root of that is abandonment, burning sage and into yoga and meditation that the root of that is abandonment from when you were a child. If you really look at everybody that is into new age, they have some form of rejection and abandonment. And the devil is so shrewd because he will um, allow you, he will plant those seeds in you as young as he can, right? And it starts even from you are in the womb and from you are in your mother's womb and your parents are like, say things like, um, oh God, I don't want this baby. Oh no, I'm pregnant. Um, the, 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 your, the, the father denying that's not my child. Like it, it, it stems from the root from you were conceived. Like you guys have to understand what I'm saying. It's not just things that were physically done to you or said to you growing up. Like it is the root from when you were conceived. Um, so that's when you have to take authority and break generational curses. That's when you have to take authority and, um, renounce and denounce things that was spoken spoken over you knowingly and unknowingly so like even when i was in my mother's stomach i can't remember the the foul things that were that may have been spoken over my life but i renounce even that and i denounce even that i don't come in agreement with what was said over my life i come in agreement with what god's plans and promises so um those will, you know, the, the 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 root of new age it comes from that because essentially when you grow up um, and you burn the sage and you do the things, it's because you're searching for your higher self. You're searching for this love. You're trying to fill this void. You're trying to learn yourself, right? You're trying to tap into something, to some higher power to fulfill, to fill this space that you feel empty in. Because I know for sure that was my story. Um, yeah, that was definitely my story. Um, but we want to go even a little deeper, 
right? We want to go deeper. So um, another thing that started unforgiveness. So as I mentioned, um, and I hope I'm not talking too fast, but the Lord, I, I am on assignment on this episode. I am on assignment. Like I couldn't even get like dressed up. Like usually y'all know I like to come cute. I like to come put together. But the Lord was like, you better put this baseball cap on and, and get to filming. So, um, oh God, I just, I just feel so emotional. Just, 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 ah, new level of vulnerability. But okay, let's get into it. Um, the Lord, I mean, the, the, the enemy, he would try to plant these seeds, right? Um, from, from when you were a child of sexual confusion and sexual, um, what is the word? Like questioning, what is that word? I can't think of the word, Lord Jesus. Curiosity, right? Oh God, Lord, give me the strength now in the name of Jesus. Lord God, I thank you in this moment. Hallelujah, God. I just can't even believe I'm like even talking about stuff like this right now. Like you chose me to have a podcast. Okay. So um, he will plant these seeds. Um, he will make, he will expose you to pornography. The, the enemy exposed me to pornography at a very, very young age, very young age. And ultimately, um, you know, when you have family members and um, stuff like that, that it's it's like, how can I put it into words? But like certain topics, like how can I say there's no like there's no boundaries, right? There's like free range kind of in a sense, right? And so. I was exposed to a lot of pornography when I was younger and it obviously opens up a door for um, succubus and incubus. As I mentioned in my first podcast um, episode, um, how I was fighting the spiritual spouse that was married to me in the demonic spiritual realm. Um, so it was essentially raping me in my sleep and um, giving me these weird sexual thoughts and dreams and all of these things, right? So as a kid, it will try to implant itself in you. Oh Lord, I thank you. I'm sorry, y'all. I just, I just feel God in this. He's He's pushing me. He's pushing me right now. Um, so there goes curiosity, right? So. When I was younger, I was, I thought I was just very sexual because, and I, I just thought I was just a sexual kid. And that is because I was exposed to a lot of sexual things, right? And so now friends and family members and people, um, that dwells in them as well because the enemy is out here seeking who he can devour like a roaring lion seeing seeing who he can kill still and destroy that's all he that's his only um mission here right so 
he knows who to put you with to self-destruct and he knows how to plant a seed of rape in okay guys sorry about that we are back um i can't remember where the where it cut off at but we are back um i had to get this situated but anyways so i think i was talking about how i was you know exposed to pornography at a very young age and the the enemy knows who to put in your life as far as um destiny altering partners but in the worst way like friends and people and things like and i'm pretty sure we all know this to be true um however you know there was a time in my life where now all of my friends are watching pornography and family members and you know we're coming together and we're watching it together and that obviously oh thank you holy spirit lord god i thank you lord i thank you i thank you for freedom now in the name of jesus i thank you for true freedom um yeah that obviously plants seeds you know um and so that begins curiosity and oh let's act out what we're seeing and um that type of thing and the den of the devil is just so wicked because these are children like you know what i'm saying um and so he knew he knew how to plant those seeds um and so certain things were done with me actually not wanting to do it but being forced to and the devil knows who to use in those moments because things that that things that has happened to this person um to cause them to want to lash out or to cause them to want to do to others what was done to them you know so they were taken advantage of so they want to inflict that same pain unknowingly unknowingly what they're doing but once again the devil is so shrewd um and so it plants those seeds in now the offspring of it because things that were done to me and a result from things that was done to the person or the people 
the enemy knew that it would be a full circle moment. So fast forward, um, those things sometimes will just become normal. And Holy Spirit, give me the words to say, give me the words to say, give me the words to say, Father God, in the name of Jesus. I want I just I just want you guys to get a full understanding and a full deliverance if this was you or if 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 you've just experienced experimenting at a young age um and those seeds those sour seeds that that planted in you know that oh god i thank you know that god is for you and never against you the things that you may have the things that may have been done to you and the things that may have been taken place knowingly and unknowingly the things that you participated in out of curiosity out of whatever um know that all things work together for those that love the lord so even that even that even those seeds that the enemy tries to plant um even after in your adulthood um of confusion of lust of even homosexuality um of sexual dysfunction of feeling uncomfortable in your skin of traumatic flashbacks and memories and things like that know that that is all the works of the wicked because god is never a god that is going to remind you of your past he's going to continue to remind you of your future so know that there is no condemnation in christ know that there is no shame there is no guilt fear is not your future but only God is. So the words, um, um, the scripture says in Mark eleven twenty five, if you do not forgive men their sins, your father will not forgive you your sins. Um, I'm not exactly sure what translation that is. Um, but at the end of the day, right? We think that when we forgive people, it's for them. Or it's like, oh, because I want to be a, a better person um, or I don't want, like, you know, whatever. No, it is it is never for them. At times, you don't even have to tell that person that you forgave them. It is solely for you. It is solely for your walk. It is solely for your mental health. Um, unforgiveness will imprison you to your past. Like it will literally keep you stuck 
let's say something happened in 1997 let's say something happened in 2007 let's say something happened in 2017 you will be stuck in 2017 and it is 2030 and you'll be wondering why you cannot get further than where you are you're doing everything in your past in your in your in your ability um to exceed to the next level, but you're just stuck. You're wondering why you are suffering with a strange sickness or why you are just bitter or just depression is just always your portion or you're just angry all the time and you don't know why. It's because you have given demons legal right to dwell in you. When you, that is the legal right. Like people don't talk about it but you literally give demons legal right when you have unforgiveness you're saying i choose despite yes like god knows god knows what happened to you god knows the things right that the enemy planted inside of you but like i said his word his words um, say all things work together. So know that the Lord's burden is easy. I mean, is light. His burden is easy. So yes, it's still going to be a burden. Life is, 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 it's inevitable. We're going to have burdens. However, his burden is easy. Oh my gosh. I keep saying the scripture wrong. His burden is light. Okay. So, I, I don't know. I, I'm probably still saying the scripture wrong, but y'all know what I mean. I Listen, I read my Bible, but I'm not going to sit up here and lie and say I know every scripture in the Bible. Like, I still have work to do. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's what. That's the thing that we have to understand. With our walk, God doesn't need our perfection. He just needs our yes. He just needs our willingness. He just needs our obedience. So, even in unforgiveness, right? We, as long as we are willing, the thing is, I felt like I, I was, I had to wait to forgive my dad and things that happened to me and things that happened to me because of my dad when I was in his custody, right? That I actually just, um, told him about that. He didn't even know things that I was holding on to that he, for years that he didn't even know certain things that he spoke over me and said to me and, 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 and did to me that he forgot about. And it's over here shaping my life and shaping the way I treat people and shaping the way I have relationships and shaping the way I show up in life. And this man didn't even remember. I was like, wait, 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 wait. I'm telling him all of this stuff and he's like, what? I don't remember that. And I'm like, say you swear. Say you swear you don't remember that because I sh I remember the date, the time, the weather, what I had on, what happened. Listen, okay. Um. So he said to me, I will never forget it. He said he apologized, and I've never gotten an apology from my dad. So I know that that was God in the mist. And my God, my dad is not saved, but he said out of his mouth, he said, I am sorry. I was fighting demons. I was fighting demons. So even like I said, 
We fight, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. The thing that was dwelling in my dad, the thing that was dwelling in me to watch the porn and to be, you know, open to that and to be even in the environment to allow certain things to happen. And, you know, I was a babe, I was a kid, like, you know what I'm saying? But even as I got older, it planted these seeds of, of confusion, of anger, of feeling literally uncomfortable in my skin for years, of shame. Oh my God, the disgusting shame that would literally cripple me I would have these flashbacks, guys. Oh, Holy Spirit, I thank you, Lord God. Oh, Lord God, I thank you for freedom on today, Lord God. I thank you that those under the sound of my voice, oh, truly free in Zion, not in me, but in holy, holy Mount Zion where Jesus dwells. Free in the place where Jesus dwells, where Jesus loves. Free in Zion, oh God. Bring new revelation to what free in Zion means, Lord God. This is freedom. Deliverance is not always screaming and, and, and wrestling and foaming at the mouth. It can just be a shift and a change of your mindset. It can just be finally saying something that has your tongue has, you, you have kept, kept captive in your, to your thoughts. So we cast down every imagination. We cast down every demonic memory in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Send a fresh wind through your people. Send a fresh peace in the name of Jesus. Let them see themselves in this episode. Let it be none of me and all of you. Because I realize, like the thing with the enemy, right? He tries to make it seem like you are just this weird freako and this this gross stuff has only happened to you when it is literally the majority of the world that this stuff has happened to because it happens and then it's a secret and then the secrets grow and then the secrets dwell and then it rises up against you guys when i tell you unforgiveness literally made me sick like i had a um I had a stomach issue and it was called GERD. And, you know, I pray that this dwell, this resonates with anybody that is suffering from GERD. Um, and the Lord revealed to me after I got saved because I suffered with it for a while. The Lord revealed to me it was it was because um, unforgiveness was making me sick. So um, I'm sorry, I got something in my eye. Um, so, yeah, pretty much what it was, was my I had a hiatal hernia. And so uh, it was a hernia protruding into my chest cavity and it was excruciating pain, like excruciating y'all. Like I would have these nighttime attacks and it would feel like somebody, somebody is pulling my chest. I mean, my stomach through, through my chest cavity, like pulling it fervently. And it was like somebody lit a match in my throat without seizing it and somebody was pressing on my chest all at the same time for hours and this would happen almost every night for like 
almost two years. When I tell y'all, I was in deep bondage, y'all, like deep, deep, deep bondage. It was time where I was like, if this is what life is, if this is life, I don't want to live it. Like I can't, I can't keep going through this pain. Like I can do it. Like, no, I, I, I don't want no parts. Like, I don't want no parts. So um, that happened for a while and I've even gotten procedures done um, to see what was wrong with me. They told me my food wasn't digesting, all of this stuff, right? All of this crazy stuff. And they put me on medication and lo and behold, the medication that I was taking, oh God, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you. Um, the medication that I was taking was actually psychiatric medicine, and I thought it was for my stomach. And thank God, it was like an angel was sent to me, guys, because it was this Asian man. He was um, he was the pharmacist. I've never seen this man before. And I was going to pick up my medicine because I'm like, okay, I feel like it's it's working somewhat. But when I tell you, I, I was losing my mind on that medication. It was like the devil himself had access to my brain like contemplating going into a mental asylum and all like it was intrusive thought after intrusive thought like thoughts that are not my own the devil was literally bringing up these traumatic memories bringing up these thoughts literally things that was done to me the devil was telling me that i was that the devil literally told me that i was a molester i was like nigga i'm sorry how dare you? I would never, I would never, I would never, I would never. But this is, this, I'm only telling you guys these things because this is the type of things that the enemy does. He tries to implant these thoughts. You're this, you're that. And you, be, you begin to believe it. And then you begin to act on these things. Oh, you, you're a terrible person. Oh, you don't want to live. What's the point of living? Oh, you got molested you're a molester you're gonna do this thing out of anger and yeah right i take authority of my mind i take authority over my spirit over my flesh i command my flesh to obey everything every promise that the lord has called over my life so i command my flesh to die in the name of jesus i command my flesh to bow to my spirit man I am not what happened to me. You are not what happened to you. I'm not a victim. I'm not a victim. Because guess what? Once I gave my life to Christ, I am a new creature. So everything that happened to my flesh did not happen to me. Because I am not of my flesh. I am of my spirit. I am of my spirit, man. So going back to the story, it was an Asian guy. He was as an angel to me, y'all. Um, he asked me, he was just like, oh, how do you like this medicine? And I was like, um, it's okay. Like, I was, I'm like, I'm not gonna get all into it because like, you know, you're just my pharmacist, whatever. He was like, well, just be careful taking this because a lot of my customers, they, um, feel like they were hearing noises from taking this medication. And I'm like, noises? And then it just, I just had a 360 moment. I'm like, oh my gosh, is that why I've been losing my freaking mind? And I'm like, what do you mean noises? And he was like, yeah, because you know, um, I was like, well, why would stomach medication make you hear noises? He was like, stomach medication? This is psychiatric medication. And I was like, ah! 
The devil really got me messed up. Like the enemy thought he had me, but Jesus said, you are mine. Like what? You got me taking psych medication for my stomach? So those are just his little tactics that he tries to do. He would have you thinking you over here taking stomach medication and you're taking psychiatric medication. I started hearing people knock on my door in the middle of the night. Demons, little demons. It was little demons. And it would scare the heck out of me if I'm being completely honest because I wasn't saved. I didn't know to pray. I didn't know any of these things. I'm like, let me burn the sage. Babe, opening doors, open more doors, burning the sage, wearing the homsas, evil eye protection. Girl, bye. The devil is a liar. The only truth, the only way is through Jesus Christ. There is no other God. God is a jealous God. You cannot serve two masters. It's him or, or nobody else. He says that when you are lukewarm, he spits you out. He rather you serve the prince of the air. You cannot serve two masters. It's either him or the enemy. So I say all that to say, I was serving the enemy, y'all. I was unknowingly, unknowingly serving the enemy. And that's what he tries to do. He tries to make, um, he plants the seeds. He plants the seeds of, you know, these things happening to you, these trauma, these traumatic memories that you want to forget. So you try to tap into this, your higher self of healing. I thought I was on a healing journey. I thought I was on a healing journey of healing through past traumas and past things that happened to me. When lo and behold, I was opening myself to these demonic things even more to torment me, even more to bring up my past, even more to have succubus and incubus dwell in me. There was times, y'all, I'm gonna just keep it a stack. All right. There was times where I would feel like horny and I didn't know why. And I'm like in the mall and it felt like somebody was making like something was making me feel that way. And it felt as rape because it's like, I don't want to feel like that right now. I'm in the mall. I'm shopping. Like, why do I feel like that? And that is succubus and incubus. And it, like I said, it comes in through these sexual dreams, these quote unquote wet dreams. These are not wet dreams. These are not, ooh, I'm just a, when I would have these dreams, I would be like, oh, I'm just a sexual person. And you know, yeah, the, the idea of being a sexual person and, and oh, sexual freedom, it's implanted through molestation, through rape, through porn, through masturbation, through neglect, through abandonment, through rejection, through all of these things, guys. I need y'all to listen to me. I need y'all to listen to the Holy Spirit talking in me and talking through me. Wake up, arise, wake up, hear the truth in the life. It is as a warning, wake up. It is time to be free. It is time to be delivered. This podcast is not called Free in Zion for no reason. We're not here lollygagging and, and playing around with this with being free in Zion. Getting to freedom is not easy but it is worth it and it is none of you and all of the holy spirit we cannot get free through ourselves we cannot unchain ourselves by ourselves we need somebody to um to, to get that key and unlock the 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 handcuffs right the shackles we need somebody to break the shackles we need somebody to unlock the shackles and that's when the holy spirit comes through comes in because you can be shackled generationally. 
and wondering why you're dragging your feet, why you can't move your hands, why everything that your hands touch it, it fails because essentially you are you do not have the full mobility of your hands because they are shackled. But once they are set free, once you know the truth, the way, and the life, there is no turning back. So, baby, so Lord, I thank you. I thank you for freedom on today. The enemy will try to, like, even making this episode, y'all, I got to be real with y'all. The enemy will try to make you feel like, oh, if you talk about that, you're going to look nasty. You're going to look dirty. You're going to look like all of this guilt and shame came about from the idea of just like when I was a kid and what I was watching and things that happened to me and things that I took part in. And, you know, I was carrying shame. I was carrying regret. I was carrying this burden. I mean, to a point where it was like suicidal thoughts was becoming my portion. But guess what? Suicide is not my portion. And suicide is not your portion. These demonic memories and regrets and unforgiveness. Let's talk about <laughs> the fact of not forgiving yourself. How about that? Because that's a real thing that nobody talks about. We always put the blame on other people in the sense of um, you did this to me. But what about the stuff? What about the stuff that you caused on yourself, knowingly and unknowingly? So thank you, Holy Spirit, because I wasn't planning on talking about this, but here we are. Pretty much, um, I want to talk about, you know, unforgiving yourself, like, like, I suffered with that, with condemnation and unforgiveness and shame and guilt towards myself for a very long time. Um, there was a time in my life where I was really, 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 like, obviously, the abandonment, the rejection, just the sour seeds that were planted, um, I was searching for um, this validation. Like there was a part, a point where I was like going out a lot because, and meanwhile, I'm not a club girl. Well, clearly not now, but like before, um, I was never really a club girl. But at this at this time in my life, I was going to the club, okay? And I wanted attention. I wanted attention. I wanted attention from men, um, not in a sense of like, oh, I wanted to be with them, but I just wanted the attention um, as far as like, just, just, oh, you're beautiful. Oh, da, 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 because my soul was like depleted and I just did not feel worthy and I needed that validation and I needed that just, you know, obviously the enemy, whatever. Um, thank God I'm good now, you know we are sure of ourselves um but yeah so around that time I was just confused I was all over the place I didn't know what I wanted in life I didn't know who I was I didn't know who I was at all and this was before I was saved um and so 
I experimented a little bit in life and it caused me to suffer a lot um, in that time in my life. So I was obviously disobedient to the voice of God because I didn't know I had the voice of God. I didn't know I had discernment. I didn't know, I didn't know any of these things. I'm thinking like, you know, everybody that, and that's the, the part of comparing your life and yourself to people like, oh, these people are out here living young, wild and free. Let me be young, wild and free and liberated and all these things when I didn't know about soul ties. I didn't know about any of these things. And to me, I, you know, what I did, I completely, completely condemned myself. And I'm just so used to being um, a secret a secret holder and a secret keeper because of shame and of guilt and of these things that were implanted in me from a young age, right? So I'm like, oh no, nobody, nobody can know what I just did or nobody could ever find out because that I would, I would literally perish. And that's what the enemy tries to make you feel like. Um, things that you've done, your testimony, if anyone was to find out, you would perish. And that is not the reality. I, I literally have to sometimes sit and think and be like, like right now doing this episode, I was like, oh my God, that's going to be the death of me. But did I die? I'm still here and I'm still here to tell the story. So, you know, um, so this is just me, another level of being vulnerable. And for a very long time, the enemy was in my head, like, like just replaying what I did, reminding me of, you know, just what a terrible person I am and just all of these things. But guess what? He's a liar. He's a whole liar. And I know, and I know who I am, not only not only in Christ, but just what God called me to be. In in, in Jeremiah 29, 11, for the plans I, I have for you, like, like, for I know the plans that I have for you. His plan is not for us to perish. His plan is to give us a future and a hope for us to prosper. Good things. Before we were formed in our mother's womb, he spoke those promises over our life. So there's nothing that no man, chick or child could tell me about myself and about who I am. I know who I am. And I want you guys to know who you are. You are not your mistakes. You are not your mistakes could actually be your biggest blessing in the weirdest way because sometimes your mistakes introduce you to who Christ is. Sometimes your testimony and the things that you've experienced and been through introduces you and gives you an encounter with the Holy Spirit. Um, so yeah, there is no condemnation in Christ. Like, Let's take it a step further. The root of another level of unforgiveness on myself and on others um, was 
when I had an abortion, when I had an abortion, ah, here we are, another level of, another level, another level of another level. Jesus Christ, he got me. Lord, Jesus. Hmm. Um, and for all the religious folk out there, that's my testimony. Um, and this was before I was saved. Um, I was young. I was dumb. I was, I knew I was not set yet to bring forth the promises of God. And that could have just been my own thoughts, right? That could have just been all of me and none of God thinking that way. Um, but me and the person that I was with, um, We were not ready to be a parent at all. And I resented him for years because I resented myself. And I would put so much blame on myself to the point where like, I would be like, um, let's say it's four months after, I'd be like, oh my God, I will be four months in. Or like a year later, I would be like, oh, it would be this old, this this age i would be a mom i would and that planted these sour 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 seeds and um i resented him for it for a very 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 long time and so i felt like what i needed in that moment he didn't give me right because he did like you know what i'm saying i had to also i had to remove myself from it and say he wasn't there mature like spiritually he wasn't there physically he wasn't there mentally um like he wasn't there for himself in that capacity so how could he be there for others so i had to look at it in a mature lens and so um certain things made me act out and be like you know what you don't love me you don't truly love me i'm gonna go love myself and in loving myself I hurt myself, but in hurting myself, all things work together and God will literally pick up the pieces. God will allow you to be broken, right? But at times he will break you and it's a difference. It is a difference. It is a difference. And I think I said this before. Um, but when God breaks you, it's like picture a bunch of pieces, right? Scattered. But when the pieces are scattered in his hands, the broken pieces are literally in his hands. So when he puts you back together, oh, baby, because he's going to put you back together. But sometimes you just have to dwell in his hands, all the pieces. And he has to take his time and find even the thin, shattered pieces that nobody can see with the naked eye but only he sees those thin shattered pieces he puts even those back together in a new way because when you let's say you you break a vase right and you glue it back together you're still going to see those those cracks and those glue lines even though it's all together you're still going to see the cracks in the glue right but when God puts you back together, it's something about his glue 
That's called grace. It's something about his glue. It's called grace. So when you have his grace, his grace allows you to not, for a person to see you and not see the cracks, the same cracks that you would visibly see in a vase when you put a vase back together. They'll see you. They'll see the God in you. They'll see the Holy Spirit in you. They'll see the warrior in you. They'll see what you. They'll see who you are now. They'll see the fruit of the testimony. They will see the fruit of the testimony. So, Lord, I thank you for this episode. I thank you. Oh, God, I pray that this reaches the nations. I pray that this reaches the masses, Lord God. Anoint this episode for your work, for your will, Father God. Oh God, I thank you that I had a whole different idea walking up to this mic and you snatched it. You snatched it and you told me the curse of unforgiveness, the curse, the curse. So Lord, I say that we corporately curse at the root every bit of unforgiveness trying to dwell over your people in the name of Jesus that they will be free this podcast episode is deliverance we speak to your spirit man now be healed in the name of Jesus. Be healed. Ikarian so de de ikan satarian sata. Ikurian so de de ikan sata. Recon sara ika satarian so de de ikan sata. Recon so de de ikarian sata. Recon saturia ikarian so de de ikan sata. Recon so de de ikat sata. Rian so de de ikan satarian so. Recon sata. We command in the name of Jesus be healed. Pick up thy bed and walk in the name of Jesus. Do not be afraid or ashamed of your testimony in the name of Jesus. I speak to your womb now. Hey, in the name of Jesus. Hey, everything. Hey, that is trying to dwell, you spirit of unforgiveness. Uproot yourself now in the name of Jesus. Begin to shake them, Lord. Shake them in the name of Jesus. Shake them in the name of Jesus. Never to be the same in the name of Jesus. Freedom in the name of Jesus. Free, 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 free now. In the name of Jesus, free. In the name of Jesus, free, free, free.
in the name of Jesus. Ikurianso de ikansatarianso rekansata ikurianso rekansata ikurianso rianso de ikansata rekanso de ikansata. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. None of me, Lord, and all of you. So if you have made it in this video thus far, congratulations. You are free. Today is a new day. You have given birth to freedom today. In the name of Jesus. So Lord, we got God, we ask for peace that surpasses all understanding. You are the Prince of Peace. Your word says that we have power, love in a sound mind. Lord God, your people has a sound mind, Father. We have a sound mind, Father. Everyone under the sound of my voice has a sound mind, Lord God. So we bind up every spirit of retaliation now. Every front lash, every backlash. In the name of Jesus, we gouge the eyes out of the recording spirit now. Every monitoring spirit in the name of Ikuriansurideikansata. You did not give us the spirit of fear, but of power. Love in a sound mind in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So I thank you, Lord. I thank you. I thank you. Your people thank you. And it is so. Amen. So we seal this prayer, Lord God. We ask that you continue a reverence even after they end this podcast episode. Continue to dwell. Continue to teach them. Continue to feed them and nurture them and speak to them. Unclog their ears so they can only hear your voice in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Be anxious for nothing. Thank you, Jesus. I love you guys. May the Lord continue to bless and keep you all. Until next time, South Side of the Kingdom out. Bye.